Welcome back to the Clay Podcast, courageously leading, always yearning, the podcast for Christian men who uh, want to step up and be the men that God has called them to be. Welcome. I'm excited to be sharing with you today. We're talking about something that gets tossed around from uh, left to right, really, and and honestly, many people just don't really know how to talk about it. And I, I want to bring this up because there's two sides to this coin, uh, no pun intended. We're talking about health, wealth, and prosperity today. We're talking about the health, wealth, and prosperity gospel. And in fact, uh, we're going to take a look at uh, the two sides of this coin. Again, no pun intended. And we're going to uh, break, break this down a little bit here for conversational sake. Uh, the first thing that I want to address is that there are, and uh, there could be some of you uh, listening right now, who have uh, accepted Christ as your Savior in the context of, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm professing my faith so that I can uh, then get blank. And that blank, uh, it really depends on what you're going to fill that blank in with uh, and what you're looking for. Uh, but there are uh, many people out there who have turned their life to Jesus in, in the, the expectation that there's going to be some sort of a transaction. And the transaction that I'm speaking of is, is something that uh, we think of as, as though sliding a credit card into the credit card machine to make a purchase. Uh, you're looking for, say, uh, wealth because you've uh, accepted Jesus as your Savior, or health, because you've accepted Jesus as your Savior, uh, or prosperity in any in any right, in, in anything. Uh, you're looking for a good life here on earth, and the problem is it's never promised, it's never guaranteed uh, that you are going to have any sort of a uh, healthy, wealthy, or prosperous life here on earth. In fact, uh, many of those uh, words themselves are, are more of a personal responsibility and a personal decision uh, in in your own right to uh, maintain and take care of uh, what you've been given to steward well, uh, to take care of the body that you've been given, to uh, pay attention to what you're putting into your brain and not filling it with a bunch of garbage from the world, but uh, filling it with the word, uh, filling it with uh, content that's going to help uh, move you forward, uh, being careful of what music you're listening to, for instance. Uh, those are all things that you have the responsibility, that you have the choice to do. Uh, and the issue is uh, there's not really a lot of people that are looking for Jesus so that they can have something, but rather that somebody has presented Jesus as a solution to uh, a worldly problem such as uh, you know health, wealth, prosperity, etc. Uh, there's all sorts of uh, different aspects that you can uh, get caught uh, promising Jesus to others for uh, in, in to, to, to improve this, this life that they have. And uh, don't get me wrong, Jesus absolutely will improve your life here. You, you're going to have uh, an incredible life here. Uh, but it's going to be incredible because of uh, who uh, you have the opportunity to build a relationship with, uh, because of what God uh, can do and will do through you as he advances his kingdom. Uh, because there's a mission there. There's, a, there's an opportunity to step into the battlefield, as we've talked about, to, to join something far bigger than yourself, but uh, to uh, draw near and to build a personal relationship with the God of the universe. Like that right there is worth far more than any, any, any car, any house, any dollar value, anything that you could ever aspire to uh, here on this earth, any uh, earthly goal that you may have for yourself. Now, presenting Jesus as a solution to your finances, etc., uh, is there, there's a lot of things wrong with this uh, mentality, with this approach. Uh, the number one thing that uh, is, is wrong with, uh, with selling Jesus, so to speak, is that you're going to uh, conflate one your, your status, your statistics that you, you might be looking at for 
a conversion or, or what, whatever barometer you're using to qualify yourself as a, as a successful Christian or your church or, or, or whomever, however you're approaching the gospel. Uh, the second thing is it's, it's I mean, it's, it's blasphemous in, in many ways, especially depending on how you're sharing, how you're presenting this. There uh, is, I think, a special place for people who have uh, essentially conned people into faith by presenting uh, something uh, to to gain in this life in order to uh, get people or convince people to profess their faith in Christ. Now, remember, there are two sides to this coin, and we're going to get to the other side of the coin in a few minutes here. Uh, but I want to stick here for a second because uh, there, there's a number of things that come out of uh, this this hype around uh, what Jesus can do for you, and and, uh, and, and there's a, a number of, of churches and organizations, uh, celebrities and the like that have grown and gained fame and traction uh, because uh, they've essentially sold the gospel, or they sold Jesus, and they and they've sold this in a way that it is for their own personal gain. That's generally what you're going to see is that there is some sort of a benefit to the person who is uh, sharing this version of the so-called gospel. There's a benefit for them uh, here in, in this life now. There's some sort of a, a financial benefit or uh, something uh, that uh, drives them to continue pursuing this path and not sharing the whole gospel and not speaking about repentance and uh, not speaking about really turning your life over to Jesus and uh, and what the Holy Spirit uh, can do in you and through you, etc. Like there, there is so much there that doesn't get talked about if you're just uh, putting Jesus on the uh, altar to be sold. It also creates a, uh, a threshold of some really legalistic uh, attitudes towards uh, some, uh, some things that really shouldn't be treated legalistically. For example, there are some pastors out there who want you to give and give and give, and will tell you that uh, that thing that you're hoping is going to happen in your life is not going to happen unless you give X amount of dollars this month and next month and so on and so forth. And the issue here is is deep and, and rooted in, in evil and sin. And, and the problem is that people are missing what Jesus is, who he is. They're missing the point. They're missing the point because uh, we are not holding others accountable oftentimes enough to call out the celebrity status, the fame status, the hype behind uh, a transaction that you can make to then uh, become a, a better Christian or, say, a, a more wealthy person or healthier or that thing that has been haunting you your whole life that you just can't get rid of, that ailment. Well, hey, if you act now and you do this, then that's going to happen. And, and the, the problem is we're, we're trying to create a heaven on earth that doesn't exist. Not here, not, not yet anyway. We're trying to make this uh, fallen world uh, more like uh, the, the, the world that we wish that it would be, the, the heaven that we're looking for without God, and that's not going to work. It's not going to work. We know it's not going to work. And yet, health, wealth, prosperity, gospels, and, and the like, the exchange, the transaction that, 
totally distracts from who Jesus truly is and, and, and what it really means to be a Christian, a disciple making disciples, uh, who, who uh, really changes what the church looks like to the world. We don't need to be a social club of uh, people that think that they're moral or are or better moral than, or higher moral than other people, but uh, rather uh, the church should turn, it should, it should look like something that people want to go, man, I want to I figure out what's going on there because something interesting is going on there and, and I want to be a part of that. And then, and then the, 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 the thing that they find should be that there's people wholly dependent upon God, dependent upon who God is and what he's doing, not so much what we want him to do, but what he's already doing. And we should be getting behind that mission. We should uh, pay attention to uh, scripture like Matthew 28 and Acts 1, uh, chapter 8. And we should be uh, really paying attention to what God called us to do in the first place, especially as men. This podcast is directed to you, to me, to the man that's looking in the mirror right now, to the, the, the people who uh, need to step up and be the men that God has called us to be in the first place. At what point is it ever okay for someone uh, to come expecting something uh, of, of, this, of this world, of this life, some sort of transaction, and for us to tell them, hey, you know what, your life is going to get better if you have Jesus in it. Why would you, why would you say that? You better tell them what you mean when you say that. The life that we have here on this planet, it is temporary, it is short. In the grand scheme of eternity, uh, your life, my life are a blip. This could be my last podcast, and that would be great because if it's my last podcast, you know what that means? Uh, that probably means that I'm in heaven and that I moved on and that I went home. That I went home. Does that... Uh, does that resonate at, at all with you today? Does that resonate at all with, with, with uh, your, your life today? There is, there is more. There is more. But you know what? It's not about what you can get here and now. It's about who you are and who you can be here and now. It's about the man who can uh, lead, who can yearn more for Jesus, who can draw uh, deeper and, 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 and draw nearer to him in this relationship and, and build relationships because of that and lead and truly step into the role that God's called you to be as a man. Which takes us to the second side of this coin, the other side. There are also many uh, Christians out there, and, and I may be talking to you right now, who will use excuse after excuse to settle and be complacent and not put an effort where efforts do. For example, you may be a bit overweight. You may have some extra flab that slows you down, that holds you back. You may not be taking care of your body. You may not be taking care of the body that God gave you. And I understand there are extenuating circumstances, and I do not mean this to, to beat anyone down. This is uh, purely meant as an example. The way that you treat your body, the habits that you instill around your body says something about who you are and what you think about yourself. Uh, whether it's lack of confidence, whether it's you don't care, whatever it may be. And so you lose some of your influence because of that. Somebody who is unhealthy and overweight cannot uh, tell somebody else that they are unhealthy and overweight and that they should do something about it if they're not already doing something about it and not willing to continue doing something about it. That same attitude translates directly into our relationship with Jesus, who we are with him, in him, because of him, 
and who will tell somebody else to be. It, it may sound something like uh, removing the plank from your own eye before you remove the speck in your, your brother's eye. We have to pay attention to the way that we live and conduct ourselves. Here's another example. There are many men out there who are just doing the bare minimum in their jobs. They're just doing good enough to get the accolades here and there, uh, not to stand out, not to excel or, say, climb the ladder. Uh, maybe there are uh, men out there who have a business idea, who have an entrepreneurship, uh, a, a mindset there, a, a draw, something is, 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 is tugging at you to, to build something, and you're not doing it for fear of being labeled as somebody who is uh, pursuing uh, the wealth of the world and the riches of the world. The love of money is the root of all evil, as scripture says, and that is true. The love of anything that you put over Jesus becomes the root of all evil in your life. And we have seen, and you have, you have seen, and you've maybe experienced in your own personal life, what the love of money can do. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't excel. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't create something. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't uh, get outside of your comfort zone and develop something and put together a team and and, and bring a, a new business to light or bring uh, a, a new aspect of, of, of your job or your role or step up or, or climb that ladder. It doesn't mean that. We have to stop allowing excuses and fear of being labeled one way Hold us back from truly uh, stepping into what God may have called you to in the first place. No matter where you're at, no matter what industry you're in, uh, no matter uh, whether or not you have two co-workers or 50, or whether or not you're leading an organization of thousands, in all of those areas, in all of uh, those capacities, you have the opportunity to be an example in the lives of other people of what the true gospel is and, and what it means to really Follow Jesus. So what does that mean for the two sides of this coin? Well, the first side, the health, wealth, prosperity, the selling uh, Jesus for something that uh, just, I mean, selling Jesus to begin with, uh, he doesn't need to be sold. Uh, he doesn't need uh, to, to be bartered with. He doesn't need to be used as a bartering chip uh, to get anything for, for, for this life, for this world. And I am so sorry if that's the gospel that you've been sold. You've been sold a false gospel. That first side of the coin uh, is where accountability comes in, is where we need to be cognizant and paying attention to the world around us, uh, speaking against it, and uh, speaking truth. I think that it's too easy to get into an argument for no reason. The reality is, uh, speaking the truth often diffuses the arguments to begin with. So this first side of the coin, the side that we uh, talked about and and harped on earlier, this is uh, meant as a conversation starter for you. What's your gospel? How have you allowed the gospel to change in your life? What do people look at and see in you, in the way that you live, the way that you talk, the things that you're into, how you spend your time? What do people see when they look at you? How do you speak about Jesus? How do you talk about the church? How do you, how do you gather? All of these things are, uh, are, are examples in your life, are images in your life, of what you believe in and who you believe in and whether or not you really believe that. And this takes us to the other side of the coin. Be careful of what your uh, mouth is saying if your feet aren't following it up with the walk. There's talking the talk and there's walking the walk. 
What are you doing? Are you following through on what you say you're going to do? Are you an example to those around you of somebody who is pursuant of the things of God? Or are you an example of someone who is pursuant of the things of the world and you check in on Sunday and you get your, uh, your, your gold star for attending church that day? Part of being uh, a, a man and, and seeking after uh, God with, with your whole heart, being a man after God's heart, uh, is is being willing to be clay in his hands as, uh, as as this podcast is called clay for for that very reason we we don't have to be the way that we are just because that's how we were raised or because of genetics god didn't call you to be just like your dad or just like whoever raised you he called you to be the man that he called you to be take a look Read through scripture. Start with Genesis. Look at the uh, creation of, of Adam and, and why Adam was created to take dominion over the earth, to name and to uh, explore and to uh, conquer, to adventure. There's, there, from the very beginning, there is adventure in the heart of man. There is uh, purpose. There's purpose behind his actions and his life. There's purpose behind your life. There's purpose behind your actions. There's purpose behind what you can do. God didn't create you so that you could coast through life and hope to live a decently good one and have enough of a 401k to retire and do whatever you're going to do so that you can then uh, peacefully pass on in, into, into death and uh, one day wake up and, and, and go to heaven and, and, and just cruise. He didn't create you for that. There's more. There's more to live for. Long is the list of men willing to die for their families. Short is the list of men willing to live for them. What does your life say about what you care about? What does your life say about who you care about? These are the questions that we need to ask ourselves. Instead of getting caught up in, 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 in just pointless arguments and disputes for, uh, for, for no gain at all, endless quarrels, we should be talking and challenging one another uh, to, to continue improving, to continue getting better, to continue paying more attention uh, to uh, those in our life that, that need us to be there for them, need us to be leaders. And we should be paying attention to one another. I can't do this alone. You can't do this alone. We know that. So point me to Jesus. And I'll point you to Jesus. And we'll do this together. Yeah. You're going through stuff. Guess what? So am I. Let's go through it together. We don't need to be isolated and siloed. We don't need to take on the world by ourselves. The world's already been conquered. This war is already won. So whose side are you on? Do you believe? Do you believe that? That's the question I have for you today, men. This podcast wasn't about health, wealth, and prosperity gospel. This podcast is about you. This podcast is about your heart. This podcast is about whether or not you're present and paying attention to the world around you. Whether or not you're surrounding yourself with men who are madly in love with Jesus. Whether or not you're diving into the Word. Whether or not you're living your life for Him. Not coasting. Not settling. Don't settle your life for Him. Live it. Live your life for Him. Put Jesus first. Get involved. Get into community. Do life together and live it.
Let us be the men that God has called us to be, and let us do it together, courageously leading, always yearning for more of Him. And with that, gentlemen, if this podcast added value to you, if it got you thinking, if it raised questions for you, if it posed uh, some sort of conversation point for you to have with another brother or two or three, then share it. Share the message. Share clay with other men that uh, you want to band together with so that you can together uh, courageously lead and encourage one another to always yearn for more Jesus in your life.